The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. No one has any more original ideas in Hollywood, and so we have two reheats and one original that doesn't look very good. But it's the movie zone, and there are some things that should have you excited, even though it might be a reheat for one franchise. Welcome on in. I'm Austin Horton. Adrian Lazar with me as always. Hi. Hey, pal. Hey. So good to see Bonjour. you. Bonjour. I never see you. Hola. So, so, so good to see you. Konnichiwa. Avidazing. What else? What other hellos do we know? Aloha. Aloha. Uh, yes, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm Never good. get to see you, as you said. So. Yes. Good but to... love being back here, obviously, on the movie zone. So, uh, we're, is that a bad way for me to start the show? Should I have been more positive? I kind of feel like that scene in 10 Things I Hate About You, when David Crumhole's character is telling Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, uh-huh. I need you to be upbeat. I need you right. to be positive. You're usually very positive when the show, by the time the show starts, at least, by the end, it's... You know, why would I see this movie? But you usually start with some wordplay, and you went with reheat this time. So instead of, we're screwed, I should go, yeah. we're screwed! Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, we've got a couple movies to talk about that maybe people will see. we got no blockbusters, you know, but um, at least one, well, and two franchises that are kind of getting a, I don't know if you'd call it a reboot, but they're... Like you say. A new chapter. Just, just being uh, pulled out of that styrofoam box in the back of the fridge, nuked in the microwave a little bit, and uh, seeing what you get. What kind of flavors come through. So, okay. So, we're having a, a Jimmy Dean frozen breakfast sandwich. Sure. And a, a hot pocket. No, I see. Those are kind of like, that's the first time those are made. This is kind of like your leftovers when you went to the restaurant and you're reheating them later. So this is the doggy bag that right. you brought home last weekend. Sure. Forgot it was there. Yes. Oh, that was delicious then. Why don't I try it reheated? Is and it, see still if it's still good? good? Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, now, there are a few things, by the way, that you can reheat as leftovers and it tastes Okay, good. And yes. good. I'm not a big leftovers fan. I try to eat everything the first time. One of the worst is macaroni and cheese. You can't when you reheat that macaroni and cheese, it gets a little yeah. uh, hardened, and you got to like add a little milk to it, and then yeah. it's too runny. Mm-hmm. So anyway, hopefully we don't have that situation with these two movies. Please no. And then a third that is a new idea, but may be a terrible movie. So we'll see. We'll see. That being said, before we dive into and call out to the movie zone phone, we do have a fun poll question for you today at Austin Horton at AP Lizer. If you want to play along, please do. We're asking for your three favorite Samuel L. Jackson movies. Now, not necessarily Samuel L. Jackson roles, but I could see why you might answer in that fashion. More so, Samuel L. Jackson movies. And yes, we expected to get a lot of Pulp Fiction. And there's a lot of Samuel L. Jackson movies because that guy likes to work a lot. 
and, uh, and he doesn't like being at home. I uh, I have I mean, money. I'm a fan of Sam, and we'll we'll get into it. Um, but he's done a lot of movies. Not all of them are good, and I'm sure he would admit that. But he's kind of a guy. He's not the best actor in the world, but I enjoy when I see him on the screen. Honestly, so. And later, I want to play the awkward moment between he and a entertainment reporter. Mm. When he got him mixed up with another actor. Ah, yes. That so, was uh, a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was... The uh, commercials. It was uh, over... I believe it was over a Super Bowl commercial or something like yep, that. Yep, it was. And, so uh, we'll play that. It was very funny. Very awkward, yes. Awkward and funny. Yes. And Sam did not let the guy off the hook. No. In the least. No. So... But all that being said, who made money last weekend? Uh, the Secret Life of Pets had a nice opening, $46 million domestically. Dark Phoenix opened at $32 million, Austin. That's kind of pretty much it. Aladdin brought in another $25 million over the weekend. And uh, that put, let's see, Aladdin pretty had a pretty good solid, has had a good solid run so far. Uh, I didn't think it would make a billion dollars like... Beauty and the Beast did. Probably won't, but it's made a good chunk of change over its worldwide run. How to Train Your Dragons in fifth still. Aladdin up to fourth. Uh, $615 million. The Wandering Earth, $700 million. Captain Marvel, $1.12 billion. And Avengers, of course, $2.7 billion. Amazing. So, so, they, so Secret Life of Pets did okay. It did okay. Let's see. It's at uh, $108 million worldwide so far. I'd like to talk to someone who saw Secret Life of Pets 2 and see if they agreed with our assessment of the movie. Like someone in our audience who yeah. saw it. Because we we both said that it's half good and half for children. Yes. So I was interested to see if anyone took their family and if they had a similar response. But anyway. Okay. So there you go. Fun times at the movie theater if you want to make some money. People go to the movies. Yes. And uh, summer movies. That's, uh, who doesn't like going to the, When it's a super hot day, you get into that comfy Megaplex seat. That's why I like... Take your shoes off. No. Put your feet up. No. No. Don't do that. Leave your shoes on your feet because that's why we invented shoes so that when you were in public, your feet would be covered. Yes. And protected. And all of our feet would be protected and covered. Okay? Yep. All right. Now, that being said, I agree with you on the summer movie thing, because it's a gazillion degrees outside. You mm-hmm. get into that theater, you get a cherry icy at the concession stand, you get your popcorn, maybe if you so uh, fancy one of those cold, crisp, fresh dill pickles that they have behind the counter for you, you settle down in your luxurious seat at the Megaplex theaters, and you take a nap, or you enjoy a movie. Either way, it's a win. Yeah, take an $8 nap or uh, enjoy the movie. It's one of the two. <laughs> or $5 Tuesday. Or $5 Tuesday. Or why I love the idea of the summer movie program at Megaplex Or Theaters. a $1 nap. 10 movies, $10? <laughs> yeah. Mom and Dad, best nap you'll have all summer. Exactly. All right, that being said, let's dial out to... How many times have I said that being said in this show? Nine? Uh, let's di- Like today? Yes. Or in general, because no, just hundreds. Let's dial out. Well, that being said, let's dial out to the Movie Zone phone. Check out the three movies opening this week at Megaplex Theaters. Hello, and welcome to the Movie Zone phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. 
For Aladdin, please press 1. For Dark Phoenix, please press 2. For MIB International, please press 3. You've selected MIB International starring Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. For plot description, please say tell me more. Tell me more. Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson star as Agent H and Agent M, who employ high-tech weaponry to battle mischievous aliens on Earth. However, the pair also discover a major threat within their own ranks. MIB International is rated PG-13 and earned a 5.6 out of 10 stars from IMDb.com. For tickets and showtimes, please visit MegaplexTheaters.com. We'll start with Men in Black International this week because one of us saw Men in Black International, and that one was not me. No, it was it not. It was you, sir. What'd you think of it? Well, so I'll start with I'm a I love the original trilogy, the MIB one, two, three with Will Smith and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Kind of a classic, you know, '90s movie that they got a couple movies out of, and I, I really liked them. I wouldn't call them the best movies ever, but they kind of. I liked them. I thought it was a fun idea. Um, so that being said, this one, I just thought I was like, oh, that was all right. That was. I thought it was, if you're a fan of the franchise, you'll probably enjoy it because they do a lot of throwbacks and like, like the classic way they used to do things. Um, but to me, I, I kind of thought they didn't really come up with something necessarily super original with this it kind of was the same template as the first one hmm. it kind of reminded me of when um you know when hangover made hangover 2 they did the same exact movie but in thailand yeah or wherever they were i Taiwan. think it was Ta- one or the other um but they kind of did the same movie there just put it in a different spot that kind of reminded me of this a little bit well, that's disappointing so but there it was fun it was the same it's this it's just a men in black movie so vincent d'onofrio shows up and yeah sugar essentially water yeah, yeah. And- but uh uh Kumail Nanjiani played a voice of a little alien, and I thought he was really funny. Of course, he had the re- return of the dog, pug, the pug, What's Frank. His name? Frank, and yeah. uh, Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson reuniting from their Thor days, getting together in this one, and um, you know they did a good job. But was Johnny Knoxville involved? I do not believe Johnny Knoxville was involved. Okay, so same story, different. But that was MIB too. Oh, that was you're right. Yeah, I get it. They all they all run together. Third honestly. rock from the sun. I didn't get that. Now. <laughs> all right. So, what would you say? Is this a go? Uh, I, give it a go if you're a fan of the franchise, or if you're just looking for a movie to go see. I'd put it on there. I wouldn't say don't go, but if you're just looking for a movie to go see, an action flick, go check it out. So, what would you grade it then? If it was a school grade, a school grade. Yeah, A, B, C, B minus. B minus. Somewhere That's good. In that area. Yeah, C plus B minus. I right. thought it'd be a C minus. No. So C minus is bad. So no, C minus is average. It's just below average. So C plus B minus okay. that area. All right. Eighty <laughs> percent. Uh, I will not oh, be no, seeing this Seventy percent. Yeah. Seventy percent. Yeah, roughly right. into the sixties. Okay. I will not be seeing this movie. Um, I liked the first one. The second one seemed like the first one, and hence it runs together in my mind, and the third one was enough. We don't need now a fourth. Kind of my take on it. Hmm. Give me something new. Give me something different. I'm not going to spend my money on seeing the same movie four times. That's why I didn't ever watch more than one Harry Potter. Okay. That's... Okay. I'm not I'm gonna let that go. That's why people don't and to throw shade my way, it's why people don't see Star Wars again and again. They feel like it's the same movie every time. Right. 
Well, they go see that, though. They still make millions of dollars on that. This is not going to get to Star Wars. No, it will, it will not. Both involve aliens, but this one won't make it to that level. But I'm saying it's a, it's a franchise that I thought was cool and funny, then was like, okay, then was... Uh, we don't need this anymore, and now, really? You didn't hear me no. the last time. So I thought MIB 3 was better than MIB 2. So Did you? Yeah. That came out last year or the year before? MIB 3? Yeah. Oh, years ago. Ten years ago, maybe. What? Yeah, it's been a long time since that Where, movie came out. What's his name is younger now? Yeah. And played by the Brolin kid? Yeah. That was ten years 2012, ago? 2012, so... Wow! Seven years ago. I've done absolutely nothing with my life. The first one came out in 1990, like the late 90s, I think. Uh, here's what Tessa... Or Tessa Thompson. Here's what Larry Tessoni had to say. Film buyer for Megaplex Theaters about MIB International. This was a fun film. Hemsworth and Thompson have good chemistry, as we have seen in the past, as Adrian mentioned with Thor. I'm a huge fan of Kamal Nanjiani, and he was hilarious and stills almost every scene he's in. The film has great star power, fun action sequences, and good humor. Really good reboot to the franchise and should be well-liked by fans of the originals, mm-hmm. as well as spawn a new generation of fans for possible sequels. He estimates that it will make around $120 million. So he's higher higher on yeah, he's higher this on than it. I am. But I think we would agree that, him and I would agree that fans of the franchise should go see it because... It fits in with the rest of the franchise. All right. There so. you go. MIB International at Megaplex Cedars this week. All right. Dial back out to the movie zone phone. Two more movies opening at Megaplex Cedars. Hello. And welcome to the movie zone phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Rocket Man, please press 1. For The Secret Life of Pets 2, please press 2. For Shaft, please press 3. You've selected Shaft, starring Samuel L. Jackson, Richard Roundtree, and Jesse Usher. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. When his best friend dies under mysterious circumstances, an FBI cybersecurity expert joins forces with his father, the legendary cop John Shaft, to scour the streets of Harlem, New York, and uncover the truth. Shaft is rated R and earned a 38% fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes. For tickets and showtimes, please visit MegaplexTheaters.com. Shaft! Oh, sorry. Shaft! Oh, yeah. Isaac Hayes. Chef from South Park did yes. the original Shaft song. I did um, not know that. Yeah. Uh, so, this, uh, again, an, yet another non-original idea. It's another, not reboot, but new addition, spin-off, whatever, to the franchise. All of the former Shafts are in this movie. Yep, you got Richard Roundtree, you got Samuel L. Jackson, and then the new one, Jesse T. Usher. Which, all three are fine actors. And entertaining. And Shaft is just that. Shaft is an entertaining, over-the-top at times, comedic superhero agent film. Yeah. And I don't know why you wouldn't have a good time seeing Shaft. I've just seen Shaft before. So that's why I have little interest in seeing Shaft yet, yet again. Mm -hmm. Same with the previous segment we just talked about with mib international i've seen men in black before i don't need to see it again 
Now there are some different wrinkles. And you're ripples not really and you're not changes. really a fan of franchises, though it seems. Other than Star Wars, most you're not, of the time, no. You're not necessarily you're not into it if they keep if they add movies to it. Most of the time, no. That's yeah. accurate. And that's that's who I I I like to see standalones more than I like to see franchises. And maybe that's because I used to be franchise guy. I really did. Until mm-hmm. I got burned a couple times with Pirates of the Caribbean and Hunger Games. I can't tell you how excited I was after watching the, the second Hunger Games for the third Hunger Games mm-hmm. to come out. And it was garbage. Terrible. Third and fourth. The four, I never yeah. even saw the fourth. Yeah. No, that's not true. I did see the fourth. But they were both bad. And, and then the Pirates... Should have stopped after one. Number two was all right. I liked the trilogy. I don't think, to your point, I don't think they necessarily... The the fourth one they made was clearly a... A uh, Jack Sparrow money grab. That was... And I thought... The mermaids? Yeah, and I thought they redeemed themselves a little bit with this last one. But... But it's the same movie. Over and over and over again. And that's why I get sick of it. So, but that being said... Shaft should be a fun time, particularly if you are a fan of Shaft. Yeah, you. This is if you're a fan of Shaft, you have to see this movie. If you are, and I don't. If you're not, I don't know if this is necessarily the movie for you. Yep. Because if you know anything about Shaft, is you know it's very it's gruff, it's rated R, it's Samuel L. Jackson. How many uh, mfers can he get into a scene? That's just how he rolls. No one says, maybe no one says that word better than Samuel L. Jackson, but. <laughs> Which brings us to our poll question of the week. At Austin Horton, at AP Lizer, what are your three favorite Samuel L. Jackson movies? Not necessarily roles, but movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer, we'll share your responses coming up in segment two. And we've got a ton already, but please get yours in. At Austin Horton, at AP Lizer. Mine has not shown up Okay, on the list yet. One of mine, I should say. So we'll get to that later on. But in the meantime, one final movie to make a stop here on the Movie Zone phone this week. Hello, and welcome to the Movie Zone phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Booksmart, please press 1. For Rocketman, please press 2. For Late Night, please press 3. You've selected Late Night, starring Mindy Kaling and Emma Thompson. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. A late night talk show host's world is turned upside down when she hires her first and only female staff writer. Originally intended to smooth over diversity concerns, her decision brings about unexpectedly hilarious consequences as the two women who are separated by culture and generation become united by their love of biting punchline. Late night is rated R and earn an 83% fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. What do you think of Mindy Kaling? Is she funny? Uh, yeah, I like Mindy Kaling. I loved the Mindy show. You did? Yeah. Or Is this still going? It's, no, it's whatever it's called. Was it called the Mindy show? I thought it was. Her, uh, but the Mindy yeah, the Project. The Mindy Project, yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was a really funny show. It was... Um, she's very talented as being a part of the office and then on to doing her own projects. I think she's really funny. I think she's a better writer than actress, but she can still make me laugh as an actress, too, yeah. at the same yeah. time. Uh, and I like, uh, oh, God, her name just escaped me. We just heard her name. 
Who else is in this movie? The Laura Thompson? Not Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Yeah. Thank you, Laura Thompson. Emma Thompson, I think, is dynamite. But I also kind of feel like at the same time every movie she does, she does the same character in. If that's unfair, I'm sorry. But I feel like she just does the same role. Okay. She and Hugh Grant are very similar to me. They they found their groove and they stick in it. And that's all they, they do. So that that all being said, at least this is a different, fresh idea this week. Well, and not another reheat of another franchise. And if you're if you want to test Austin's theory, you go see this and MIB International and you see if Emma Thompson is the same in both movies. I forgot she was in that <laughs> one as well. <laughs> Uh, she is. Did she have a British accent? Did yes, she try to cover that British. up? So, you're an actor. I you don't have to. If you're British, you don't have to play only British people. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't know. I kind of disagree with you on that. But I I actually like her as an actress. You know, Nanny McPhee. She's different than Agent O. Mm. And she played. Um, mm. And she was one pretty much the same person. No, and then Mrs. Potts is not the same as Trelawney from Harry Potter. That's it. They are kind of similar. No, you haven't even seen those Harry I know Potter Trelawney. movies. Yeah, but she was great as Trelawney. I know. Why? why so this is the one area I'd agree with you in on Tom Cruise, and that's why it's surprising to me. Tom Cruise can't do. He can't change his voice. He can't do accents. He did Valkyrie without a German accent. <laughs> True. <laughs> I love it. It's like, uh, what's but that movie? But then yet Emma Thompson skates by on you? Come on now. What's that movie, uh, Enemy at the Gates, where like, no, Ed, Ed, Ed Harris, Harris is a Russian, but it's just like... No, he's, he's like, a German. Or he's a German, and he's from... He's a German sniper, but, the wolf. But clearly just doesn't even try the German From accent. Canton, Ohio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But anyway, this movie, maybe a $5 Tuesday. Why not? Well, Rotten Tomatoes is liking it yeah, more than I thought they would. And I think it came out on, I think it's been out on Amazon, and now it's out on, it's going to be. Oh, was it? Okay. And it's hitting theaters as well. I think there will be a few laughs in it. So it is my $5 Tuesday of the week. Yeah. And uh, she, I believe Mindy Kaling wrote or directed. She screenplay and produced. Uh, uh, yeah, so so she so wrote she's it. A, yeah, so she's a talented writer. So I think Go so. Well. So I'll get my five dollar yeah. Tuesday of the week to review. Late night, we're both giving a five dollar Tuesday nod of the week. Yep, giving a shot there. Uh, Shaft, if you like Shaft, go. If you don't, please don't. And right, I think that's a good way to put it. <laughs> and MIB International, if you like the first ones, Adrian, yeah, you say you like this one? Yeah, go see the franchise. Continue it on. It's probably going to get a sequel, so get on board. This is the week before the week yeah. that summer really begins at the movie theater. I know we had Avengers Endgame. That started the summer a bit early. We've had a few down weeks now since. Toy Story 4 should really light the fires next week. So here's what you have to hold you over until next week. Late Night, Shaft, and MIB International. Coming up next, we'll get to your poll question responses of the week. Your favorite three Samuel L. Jackson movies. Hop on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer. We'll read some of your responses next, give you our thoughts, and then later in the show, you won't want to miss Who's Acting in Love this week? On the movie zone. And 
That's it. Oh, I was. I thought, I, that was a tease. It looked like you had something else to add. No, I was hoping you would give us a little taste of who is acting in love. I was hoping you'd look one up. <laughs> in the oh, meantime, I'm on it then. All right, don't you don't want to miss it because yeah, we'll cause learn together. Who I mean, it was. at this point, it's gonna blow your mind. Please keep listening. <laughs> we'll be right back. I hope. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Segment two of the Movie Zone this week. You're listening to Soundtrack of the Week Selection Numero Uno. And what is this from, Austin? This is from one of my favorite three Samuel L. Jackson movies. Okay. And maybe roles. But I thought that it was it flew under the radar. I actually saw it twice. Uh, actually, maybe three times. And I laughed my head off the whole time every time I saw it. From last summer, last August. I got it now. The Hitman's Bodyguard. Yes. Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Jackson. Sam plays a, an assassin. Ryan Reynolds plays his bodyguard, and uh, and hilarity ensues. Him and Ryan Reynolds will be back for the sequel, The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. I didn't know they were doing a so sequel. When is as that? As someone who does not appreciate movies being remade, I hope that you go see the sequel, which will hit theaters in 2020. Oh, oh See, I don't know that that movie needed a sequel. Does that movie need to be a franchise? Probably not. Who's going to be in that? Salma Hayek, Ryan Reynolds, yep. Sam Jackson, Morgan Freeman. Speaking of which, Sam Jackson, Morgan Freeman. Funny moment coming up in movie news and rumors. Yes. We'll play for you later. Yes. Lawrence Fishburne might have something to say about it as well. But anyway, I, I liked The Hitman's Bodyguard. I, it's in my top three of Sam Jackson movies. You told me to go see it. I wasn't sure. And uh, you were right, I think. And wow, that's a big of you to say. It was, yes. It was, it's hard for me to admit when we agree on a It's movie. hard for me to say I'm sorry. Because we rarely agree on... No, just kidding. We, about half the time we agree on movies. Apparently, Emma Thompson, I had no idea, was a sticking point for the two of us, but here we are. <laughs> um, but as far as Sam... Just stretch yourself a bit, will you? As far as Samuel L. Jackson goes, he's had a lot of great roles. He's had a lot of movies that you're like, meh. But he makes a lot of them. But he has a lot of memorable roles, Austin. He does. He's got Where Is My Super Suit? He's got Jurassic Park. He's got, you know, he's got so many. Pulp Fiction, obviously. All the, the Tarantino films that he, he's in. And uh, so he makes a lot of, I want to say he makes a lot of duds, but he makes a lot. There's just a lot of movies. But maybe it's the fact that he has so many that he has memorable moments. But I still like him because he's in a lot of great movies. I, I agree. And I think he raises the bar when he gets on screen. Um, for, first of all, I owe an apology to Wild Turkey because I said no one had mentioned my favorite Hitman's Bodyguard. He actually did. He's, oh, okay. We have so many responses I missed his. But to your point, these roles that Sam Jackson plays may not make the movie – no. Which the question this week is, what's your favorite Sam Jackson movies? But the roles that he plays, in, even if they're small roles. Roles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the movie makes it memorable. And I think Lloyd Cole's answer really uh, embodies that. He responded with Jurassic Park Arnold. Love Jurassic Park. That's a great movie with and Sam Jackson. it's a Jackson. small part, but a big 
part. His arm plays in a great the arc role. Of, yes, it does. <laughs> uh, Goodfellas is Stax Edwards. Yep. Which, don't watch that. Well, first of all, don't watch that movie for Family Night. Second of all, don't watch that scene, especially no. for Family Night. He's late to his own funeral. And then Coming to America is the man robbing McDowell's. <laughs> which That's are a great answer. Three iconic roles or moments, mm-hmm. but not necessarily Sam Jackson movies. Right, he's a great. I don't know how he is as necessarily the guy, but he definitely. That's I'm. He has so many memorable roles. You're totally right about that. Uh, Talent says he goes with three Tarantinos: Django Unchained, where he uh, he was great in that. Hateful Eight, loved him in that one. In Pulp Fiction, obviously. You know the memorable scene where they go into the apartment. Oh, I mean, well, the whole movie yeah. I think is made by. It's a great movie, but I think his character is the most memorable mm-hmm. of the movie yep. in Pulp Fiction. Django Unchained. That might be his best job, best acting job oh, he's yeah, ever fabulous, done. Because yeah. I hate him. Uh, Jeremy says, not counting Pulp Fiction, the three that jumped to his mind are Django, 1408, and Unbreakable. I haven't well, seen un- 1408. Unbreakable's good. Uh, Guthrie Insurance, he was asking what the movie with Kevin Spacey where he's holding people hostage. And you said The Negotiator. Great movie. Yeah. Honestly, it's a terrific movie. Uh, Goodfellas, coming in from a, a few people, actually. Jeffrey, though, says a, uh, he adds a time to kill to his list there. I thought he did a mm-hmm. wonderful job in A Time to Kill. One of those uh, movies where it's as good as the book. Not to be book guy, this isn't the book zone. You know how I feel about talking about books on the movie You're not zone. a fan of reading more than six... Six words in one time, Austin. <laughs> I, Here, I you don't want to read this. I really detest. That was a book hitting. I really table. detest movies with subtitles because I don't go to the movies to read. You're right, but one of those movies that is just as good as the book, and they are different. Yeah. So I like a time to kill. I've uh, got a couple Scon- uh, Kong Skull Island. Uh, Braden says that. We've seen it a couple of places. Weird, because you liked that movie. Yeah, though. I thought it was fine. Landon goes with The Incredibles, The Lego Movie, and Unbreakable, to which Two and a Half Brothers 1 says, uh, Mr. Jackson isn't in The Lego Movie. You're thinking of Morgan Freeman. Which will play which another t- moment which later. Landon Sorensen <laughs> face palms. And hold on to that, because in Movie News and Rumors... We'll have a similar moment to share with you. Um, let's see. Austin Frankham, Run Forest Run, says Coach Carter. That's a new one we haven't heard yet. He does a good job in Coach yeah, Carter. I like Coach Carter, definitely. Uh, Scotty Gerard and a lot of people say Die Hard 3. I've not seen Die Hard 3. It's good in that. In fact, remember when we do that, every now and again we bring it back, the poll question, a movie you're ashamed to say you've never seen. Die Hard's on I've there I've not for you? seen Die Hard. Not even the first one? No. Think I feel like I've seen it because of all the clips uh, that I've seen and yeah, how often it gets quoted. No, it's not the same. Um, a lot of obvious fury from the Avengers films. Getting a lot of those. The Agent Fury, Nick Fury, yeah, Nick Fury, and um, had says reprising role. Love, you know, great part in that. Obviously, um, the backstory this year came out with yeah, with Captain, uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel. So. Jim Bray says Pulp Fiction is the most overrated film of all time. Wow. That, I cannot fathom how you might come to that conclusion. Other than you didn't see it for 20 years, 
you heard everyone and their dog tell you how amazing it was, and then you finally saw it, and it couldn't possibly live up to the hype. I'd also like to know how what he thinks of other Tarantino movies. Okay. Because if you're not a fan of Tarantino, you're probably not going to like Pulp there's Fiction. A, there's a bit of filmsiness to a Tarantino yeah. You can't break down a Tarantino movie without having some snooty uh, breakdown of it at the right. same time. Right, you kind of have to. That's just the way his movies are. He's and, a filmmaker. And I, I mean, I'm such a fan of it, the way he makes movies. So, <laughs> But you know what? Your opinion is welcome here, even though we can't fathom how you would ever get to that opinion. What did you think of SWAT with, uh, with Colin, Colin Farrell? Farrell? Yeah. You like that movie? Yeah, all right. Good, pretty good twist at the end. Yeah, I liked that movie. Yeah, good twist. I'm a little ashamed to say it, uh, but I own it, actually, because it was in the dollar bin at Walmart. I want to know how many copies you own. Because Just one. Austin is, well, maybe two. Austin is well known for owning many copies of <laughs> movies that he actually likes. I see it, I buy it, and then I'm like, then I forget I have it, and I'm like, you oh, I liked that one. movie. And then I'll buy the another Blu-ray one. comes out, yes. and then the remastered Blu-ray comes out, and yeah, Austin yeah, all of a yeah, sudden, yeah, yeah. and then his wife goes and buys a movie, the same movie, because she yep. saw it at, in the dollar bin, and then he's got seven versions of SWAT. Yep, exactly. Yes. Uh, you, you've nailed my personality correctly. How about, uh, we've got a couple, including Bentley Mitchell says uh, the Star Wars prequels. So Mace, Mace Windu? Mace Windu with the purple lightsaber. Which... I was who, sad at how he died. I was, it was bummed out when, hey, he, spoiler when alert. he kicked the bucket in that movie. But You get mad at me for ruining Rocky. On the day it came out. Nay, it was the day after technically but still you just spoil spoiler spoil mace windu dies in episode three i believe ashton then blew my mind and sent me an article that that role was going to tupac and then tupac perished in real life wow and so samuel jackson got it for Star Wars? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Tupac would have been Mace Windu, not Sam Jackson. And now, remember, Tupac was kind of coming up in the acting world. He had made a couple movies, and uh, outside of his hip-hop career, he was starting to really hone his acting chops yep. before he passed away. All right, uh, real quick. The top 10 Sam Jackson movies, according to IMDb.com. See if okay. you agree with these. 10, The Avengers. Nine, The Incredibles. Eight, Unbreakable. Seven, Jackie Brown. Six, Out of Sight. Five, Django. Four, True Romance. Never saw that. Three, Jurassic Park. Two, Pulp Fiction. And one, Goodfellas. And I like this list because it fits into the question, Sam Jackson movies, not Sam Jackson roles. Goodfellas might be the best movie he's associated with. Yeah. As might be Pulp Fiction. And they're one, two here. And then Jurassic Park 3. So I like that list. My list, though, probably goes... Uh, I really liked his role in Captain Marvel. I know these are recent bias for me, but Captain Marvel, Hitman's Bodyguard, and I loved him as Mr. Freeze. Or uh, or uh, uh, not Mr. Freeze. What's his character? Frozone. Frozone in The Incredibles. So those would be my picks. Because we're going movies, yeah. not necessarily roles. Captain Marvel was a great movie, in my opinion, and I, he was also good in it. I, I think that list, I, I love Captain Marvel. Not necessarily... I liked him in it. But like I said before, I would have liked a like a young Nick Fury instead of him made to look young, but that's just my personal preference. But he was obviously good in that role, and... Uh, 
my favorite will I'll let you hear my my recency bias favorite is coming up on the other side with oh. our our uh, soundtrack of the week. But love him in his you know Hateful Eight. I love that movie and his role in the Hateful Eight. Um, of course, Django Unchained. All these movies where he can really truly be Sam Jackson, and uh, that's why Hitman's Bodyguard was funny because he was in a different way. But he's a really funny actor, and then he can do the kids' movies too. So I really I just enjoy his movies. I didn't really think about it until we did this poll question, but I'm just thinking, oh, I actually really like a lot of movies that he is in, including Snakes on a Plane. He's just like a crossbow that? through an anaconda's head. Like, that's awesome. I like that that movie was supposed to be serious, and halfway through making it, the people making the movie were like, no, this is a comedy. Yeah, exactly. We, this has got to be a comedy. All right, coming up next, some movie news and rumors, including Adrian's revelation of what his missing Sam Jackson trio final submission is yes and who's acting in love or not acting in love the rumor mill has heated up yet again and we'll let you hear a funny moment between sam jackson and a reporter who resembles our good listener landon Sorensen. <laughs> up next here on the movie zone You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Final segment of the Movie Zone. Adrian, you picked this soundtrack submission. This is Freebird. Okay. Leonard Skinner. And uh, one of my favorite roles I've seen Sam Jackson play lately was in The Kingsman. Of course, Freebird happens when Colin Firth... Uh, and the rest of the church go crazy and start killing each other. But uh, I love Sam Jackson's role in that movie as the tech billionaire trying to take over the world. Yep. And uh, has that lisp, and he doesn't. He's like an evil. He's just he's an evil character, but he hates blood. He hates violence. He doesn't want to look at it. <laughs> and so I, I love that movie. Well written movies, those kings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fabulous. Save movies. a couple yeah. moments, but anyway, great movies. Ninety nine percent well done. Yep. All right, so there you go. That rounds out your top three for Sam Jack. Exactly. All right, uh, let's get going here. Before we get into movie news and rumors, including who's acting in love this week, wanted to hear this moment a couple of years, well, three or four years ago now. Sam Jackson on with some morning national television show, and the entertainment reporter gets him mixed up with, well, We'll let you hear it. I, I tell you what, you working for Marvel, the Super Bowl commercial, did you get a lot of reaction to that Super Bowl commercial? What Super Bowl commercial? Oh, you know what? I've been, my mistake. I, you know see, what? What? see you're, you're as crazy as the people on Twitter. Right. I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> That's my fault. Oh, I know boy. that. That was my fault. Uh, my mistake. You know what? We don't oh. all look alike. Fuck it. You're exactly we may be right. all black and famous. You but are we all guilty. Don't look I am. I. I am guilty. Um, I am busted. I am guilty. He thought guilty, you were guilty. Bob Dylan. Right. <laughs> you're the entertainment reporter. I know. I'm dumb you're the all. entertainment reporter right. for this station. And you don't know the difference between I know. me and Lawrence Fisher. My, my mistake. Uh, my mistake. I apologize. Uh, really, my big mistake. Let's talk about. That must be uh, a very short line for your job. I'll say. No, it probably would not be hard to get another person to sit right here. Let's talk about RoboCop. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh. Really? Oh. Let, really? Oh. 
My, I apologize. My, I'm the other guy. But, I'm the other guy. The I other know. one. What's in your wallet? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. I'm not exactly right. There's more than one black guy doing a commercial. There it is. No question about that. Uh, I'm the two... what's in your wallet black guy. Okay. He's the car black guy. There it is. Morgan Freeman is the other credit card black guy. <laughs> you only hear his voice though, so there. you probably won't confuse him with yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. You're exact. You're out. You're a hundred percent right. My favorite part of the clip, Adrian, is that Sam Jackson will not drop it. No, he will he not let, let it go. go. Yeah, you can't make that mistake with me, young man. I'm gonna make you pay for it. Funny moment. I think he was doing it in somewhat good humor, giving the business to the guy while also saying, "Come on, man. I'm Samuel L. Jackson. I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. I'm not Morgan Freeman. I do these commercials. They do their commercials. Their movies. My movies." You should know this. It's yeah. It's it's it was not, funny. Though. Sam Jackson is definitely a unique person. You shouldn't make that mistake. I don't think. But I like that he didn't let him go, and it was funny. All right, strike up the band for who's acting in love this week, or not? Adrian, have you seen the rumors about Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth? Uh, not again. They just tied the knot. Are they breaking up again, Austin? Miley Cyrus addresses Liam Hemsworth breakup rumors. Quote, y'all are so dumb. Close quote. So if you're going to take Miley's word for it, the 10-year on and off relationship with she and I think currently husband Liam Hemsworth is just fine. But the rumors and tabloids are... That they're breaking up yet again. Oh my gosh! They just got married. When? Like two months ago. For how? What was that? Like the ninth time? No, they've only been married once. Oh, okay. they were engaged and then they broke up because she uh, was—I don't know—you know, just going through some stuff. I she guess. came in like a wrecking ball. Yeah, she went wrecking ball on it, and uh, then they found each other again, and uh, just got married. Okay. That's too bad. That hope, is too bad. I hope they stay together. They oh, seem like she a, says they're fine. They seem like a good couple. <laughs> okay. How about real quick, Dennis Quaid dating a 26-year-old. Okay. He's 65. I wonder what... He's got kids that are older than 26. Yes. Oh, can't imagine. That'd be rough to deal with. Your dad dating someone your junior, but... That's, that's what 40 they do years. In the, that's what they do in that's that That's 40 world. years. That's awful it's disgusting it's gross but it's accepted Whoa. it is i don't know if disgusting and gross what if it's, that was your daughter that's just a big old difference. what if that was your daughter i would be it would be it would be weird yes but and i would be disgusted by it uh, i guess not if they're in love they're, they're in love, not Austin. they're not that's the reason we have celine the playing. love of money okay. is the root of all evil read the bible all right oh, i wish i had that love of money <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the movie zone. We did week. it. We did it. Next week, Toy Story 4, and we're promised that it's dynamite. We will have both seen it, God willing, by this time next week. Real quick, also, more news. Did we ever talk about Batman? Did we get into Robert Pattinson? I didn't want to. I, I'm. You go ahead, because I'll just say this real quick. I'm done with Batman. Okay. I'm done with it. All right. So I, what do you think? I'm not... But I don't. I don't necessarily know if I like the the person they picked. But I think it's better than Ben Affleck. So <laughs> I'm going to give the guy a chance. 
There's only been because Batman's a great character and should continue to be in movies, and I think it's a great superhero <sighs> character. And it's been done the right way twice, right? And wrong all the other ways. Yeah, including so, so hope, maybe they'll get this one. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it happen and see what happens. All right. We'll we'll wait back for your report because I don't want to see it. Okay. What? Why do you hit me with a movie you do want to see? Toy Story 4. All right. Hey, the, a Lion, movie in a, the Lion King. A movie in a franchise that you're going to Star enjoy. Star Wars 26 or whatever it is. What is it? 1969? 17, I don't know. Yeah. All right. That's it for the movie zone. We got Toy Story 4 on the docket next week. Wrapping up things from the toy chest itself. Al's toy barn, Andy's room, and now... Uh, what's the little girl's name that owns the toys now? I don't remember, but it's a franchise that you and I both uh, have been watching since we Bonnie. were very small children. Yep. But me, smaller than you. And now, uh, 20 years later, here we are. 23. 23 years later, wrapping the thing up. Yep. All right. We'll get to it next week. For Adrian Lizer, I'm Austin Horton. We'll talk to you next week on The Movie Zone.